Hello everyone and welcome back into the Teach Ted. And I'm Tim. And today we're going to be going over the vice presidential debate. Yes, sir. Now normally the VP debate is kind of seen as like a on the sidelines kind of thing. It's not usually as big as a regular presidential debate. But obviously it's 2020, everything's different. I mean the role of vice president is definitely seen as more important now. Because no matter who gets elected, it, they're going to be the oldest president, yeah. the oldest sitting president. So, God forbid something was to happen, obviously, then the VP would become president. So, especially with Trump having coronavirus, which we didn't really talk about, um, you know, the presidential line of succession, you know, was thrown back into... Um, Basically, in everyone's faces, right? What everyone was covering while um, he was in the hospital with uh, coronavirus. But um, so, if you want to start it off, their first topic was about uh, the coronavirus, of course. Um, yeah, I, I was going to start, but I said if you wanted to start, <laughs> oh, you can go ahead. That's fine. But um, this is going to be like the next two episodes are going to be about the debates. So it's going to be the same format, really just going to go through what they said, some points that I took down, that you took down. Yeah. Um, so like I said, they started with coronavirus. Uh, Kamala Harris kept, she said it multiple times throughout the debate, that um, the Trump administration failed, that 210,000 Americans are dead because of that failure. She also brought up the point, you know, that the Trump administration knew in January how deadly it was and how the severity of the pandemic. And they didn't tell us because Trump said he didn't want to panic anybody. Um, another question the moderator, moderator asked was, if the vaccine was out right now, would you take it, basically? Because... A lot of Americans are saying they don't want to take it or they don't trust it. Mm -hmm. um, Kamala Harris said scientists telling her to do so, not Trump. So if the doctors and scientists are on board, she said she would be the first in line. Mm -hmm. um, and Mike Pence just went on. Like we were talking about before, he was on the defensive most of the debate. Mm -hmm. uh, Senator Harris was just going at him and Trump. For everything. So she was very much on the attack, him on the defensive. Um, you know, he said that he closed travel to China early, and he also said that you know, the Americans deserve credit for what we've done throughout these months. You know, which I, I think we do, mm -hmm. us all Americans. I mean, coming together, even if you don't like the mask, wearing the mask, you know. Yeah. It was a big change to life for all of us because, I mean, Mike Pence brought up the swine flu, but masks shut down in the country. That wasn't needed then. No. Or but, at this time it was. You know, when he was talking about it, you know, the way the way I thought, the way he was bringing it up, he was talking about the, the numbers, number of people who had it. Obviously, it's a lot. He said it too. This is more lethal than the swine flu. I'll be, he's saying how more people got the swine flu than coronavirus at this moment in time so that's what that's what he was just well, we can out really right now. my opinion we can thank the governors for that 
Yeah. So they're the ones that shut down each state that, you know, were depending on the state enforced masks and stuff like that. Because at a federal level, they didn't really. No, they kind of let it let it to the states. The states kind of took control of that. But even well, some of the states even were good, but then they just reopened too soon. California or... was a big one. That that one in Texas, both both states, Florida, kinda, yeah, Florida too. Um, so it's us here in New Jersey, and then some, yeah, some somewhere around there until numbers finally started to go down. Anyway, next topic, they talked about, like, presidential health, um, whereas they really just asked, they were asked, like, are you going to be transparent about the health of the president, whether it's still Trump or if Biden gets elected, since they really haven't said much while Trump's been in the hospital with the virus, they haven't said that much about his condition. No. They re- they really haven't. They-, they went into detail about some of the treatments he was getting, but in terms of negative, how many times? So they both basically said the same thing that the transparency will continue, but from Trump's side, we're only seeing half. I feel we're not getting everything. I don't know, anything you to say on that? Uh, you know. I know they've been kind of quiet about that. And also, too, it's good to ask that question because both presidents are, uh, you know, in their mid there. to upper 70s. I think Biden's 77 and Trump's 74. Um, so, obviously, you know, they're going to be two. Well, Trump was the oldest president, right? Was that was that correct when he took office in 2017 or was it somebody else? I, that I'm not 100% okay. certain on. But Biden, would I think, would be because he's like 77, 78. You know, yeah, on... On inauguration day, he would be 78, I know yeah. that, and Trump 74. Yeah. So, you know, for him, you know, it's a good, because by the time Biden's term ends, he, if he becomes president, would be... He'd be 82. 82. So... And would, if he ran again, he would and be say he 86. won, he'd be 86. So, I don't know. That's where, that's that, that's why the probably the question came up, because, you know, you have a younger person in Kamala, and also in Pence, where, you know... The possibility is there. You know, with you know them being, you know, Trump mid seventies, Biden in his late seventies. I mean, obviously, God forbid anything happens to either of them. Yeah. But that situation could present itself, and as where and, the and second in happened. charge will have to be in charge, which it, it has happened before in U.S. history. Yeah, and it, it's happened in the past where a president say has to go into surgery, so they temporarily. Um, like transfer their power to their VP just while they're undergoing surgery. Then once they're recovered and able to do the job, then obviously they take that power back. Right. But um, obviously with like the Kennedy assassination, Lyndon B. Johnson became president and yeah, so, on so on and so, so forth. forth. Yeah. So it had that part has happened in U.S. history before. Um, I mean, look at William Henry Harrison. He was in there for a month. And yeah, my, my man only had a month. A month term and died because he didn't wear a coat. Yep. It was inauguration. So the possibility, you know, like I said, with that question, it's the possibility is there because it has happened. Them. Yeah, it has happened before multiple times. Your presidents not even being assassinated or anything like that. They've just passed away from just, natural causes. Yeah. It's happened mm-hmm. in, in American history. So that possibility is there that 
cool. Yeah, the two we saw on stage, one of them could be could. Yeah. You yeah. know, there there's there's always that chance. Yeah. Um so our next topic is going to be the economy. Um Mike Pence talked a lot about 2021, you know, if they both get uh four more years, that 2021 will be the main recovery year. You know, they also brought in a little bit about health care. You know, how Trump's trying to uh, take down Obamacare to replace it with something else. Um, and Kamala Harris said that her and Joe Biden, they would repeal the wealthy tax cut, which Pence attacked her for a lot. Um, you know, because that tax cut was primarily for wealthy people and corporations. It It wasn't for the average people like you and me. Are you talking about Kamala's, Kamala's or Pence's? You're talking about Kamala, right? What? You're, which, uh, you're talking about, which side you're talking about? I just said, sorry, I just lost track. <laughs> you weren't paying attention. Kamala Harris, I was saying her point about Trump's wealthy tax cut oh, that they okay, would appeal, okay. right? Sorry, I just didn't know which side you were talking about. No, I think maybe lose my train of thought. <laughs> but, Dude, you made me lose my train of thought. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, that, yeah, she and Biden, they would repeal that healthy, healthy, wealthy tax cut. You really broke my brain there. I'm sorry. Um, they, they would like people, and they will not raise taxes for anybody who makes under $400,000 a year. Which I think is good. I don't make that much. Yeah. <laughs> um... Next topic is climate change. You can go yeah, ahead. Yeah, so that one I saw was like the, with the Green Deal. I know they were proposing it. And then, you know, there was a whole thing on frackling, something like that. Frackling? I, I, some Fracking. Fracking, sorry. What I, is frackling? I don't know, but I, I confused the word. Are you but, a frackle? Anyway, sure. But, yes, frackling. but with that, there was like a whole little thing going on where, you know, Something along the lines where they posed it or didn't oppose it, like for Kamala and Joe saying one thing, but it was the other and all that. Yeah, but and she she made it clear they will not ban fracking. Yeah. Um, that they're going to properly deal with climate change. That they will rejoin the Paris Accord, um, and create jobs, which of course is obviously necessity, especially in this time. Um, I did have one more point there. We'll go to. You know, Pence started saying that the land, air, and the water are the cleanest it's ever been. Um, that they've reduced CO2 emissions. And that they will follow science. That part I don't know. That is a little... Trump's been on record as saying he really doesn't believe in qu- climate change. Yeah, so that right there was a little bit of a mix-up to me, too. Because, like, like, like you said, he doesn't really believe in climate change. So... I don't know. I mean, it depends on where they fall into that. Obviously, you know, Kamala and Joe, they believe in that. So, and even for him to say trusting in the science, honestly, throughout the pandemic, he hasn't really done that. They haven't. No. So. They never believed any of the doctors that said anything. Yeah. So that right there was a little questionable on on Pence's end, just saying, like, oh, yeah, we trust the sciences. sciences. And it's like... It's like, do you? Do you? Because it wasn't like that when you did that in March or April. 
And when they knew about the virus and didn't say anything, knew how severe it was, then they, they started going on with the trade war with China. Yes. Which I- will also bring us into the next topic <laughs> of just China and global relations in general. I just like when Pence was like, oh, Joe Biden's China's cheerleader. That, like, that was a funny little term that he was saying to Kamala. Thought you were going to go more with that. Okay. No, no. no. Next. <laughs> um, yeah, they brought up the trade war, which she says we lost, and that it lost us thousands, I believe she said manufacturing jobs. Was it, I think it was like 300,000 or something I like believe that. so. Yeah. Believe so. Um, then obviously dealing with China with coronavirus, you know, she says the administration failed. Um, she was saying it was like the greatest failure in like the greatest American, failure American of history. any president. I, I'm like, well, that's just she means by coronavirus in general. Oh, all right, the handling. Right. Okay. Um, but, you know, then there's obviously you know. Trump has gone against our allies, gone against NATO, you know, withdrew us from not only the Paris Accord, the Iranian nuclear deal, you know, undermining a lot of what Obama did. Yeah, I mean, he's done trying to erase that part, I guess you could say. Which is uh, why he's still trying to get rid of Obamacare mm-hmm. or the Affordable Care Act between the two and I guess it's just trying to get rid of whatever he created. Yeah, because they definitely don't like each other. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, then Pence went on to say you know, because of them NATO is contributing more, like the other countries in NATO are contributing more, that it's not entirely on the US to fund it, that they took out the ISIS leader and the um... Oh, the the I- the uh, Iranian guy, al-Baghdadi, whatever is... Suleimani? Suleimani, that's what it was. Suleimani, yeah, he was the um, the general. Um, then they went on to the Supreme Court, you know, talked a lot about Obamacare, then they went into Roe v. Wade, that if that was overturned, it would then become up to the states in terms of the issue of abortion. You know, whereas, obviously, Kamala said, obviously, it should be a woman's choice. And, you know, Penn said he is pro-life. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously there it's, they talked a lot about the nominee, uh, just not almost a justice Barrett. She's not confirmed yet. Judge Barrett that, you know, Kamala Harris, as you did bring up a good point from when Abraham Lincoln was you know, up for reelection there was a seat open on the Supreme Court, and he just went and said, it is. it should be up to the next president to decide. And he didn't place a nomination. So I, I think that is a good point. That, you know, obviously it is a president's... I and mean, we talked a lot about this um, last week, but it is a president's job to name another person to the... You know, it's the highest court... Yeah. Of our land. Mm-hmm. But when you're a month away, like if Trump wins, then, well, you know, there you go. Yeah. I mean, it depends. Like, uh, it's, you know, obviously during those times, like it's a great example to use, but on the contrary, obviously it was 
you know, 1860s. Obviously, time was yeah, a different, different, time. Ta- different time. Now you're talking about now, which is 160 years later. And, you know, obviously, things are going to change in between those times. So, obviously, you're going way back into that time that it's just different. And now, obviously, P2020 with everything going on. Um you know, that's where it's, there's a little disconnect and it's like, he wants to put in her in now. So then this way, you know, it's like, even if he, I, I don't know if he's thinking like, oh, if he'll win, like he's going to think he's going to win or lose it, either way. If he, she, if she's good, which seems to, seems to be, she is, then why not put her in there? What, what difference is it going to make? Well, I just think it comes down to principle that, you know, like we mentioned last week and Republicans would not let Obama's choice through. You did mention that last week. And that was six months before an election. Yeah. We're what? 25 days or something like that from November 3rd. They, they both could, they both could have done it. I don't see why they, they shouldn't because we've done what? Like I'm saying like, you know, when the the Democrats, when they, you know, in 2016 election, like you said, you know, they could have done the same thing where they could have done that. And then, you know, because it would have, been, would have been eye for an eye or double standard. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like the justice we're talking about. Um, Barrett. Are you saying that 2016 Obama should have been able to mm-hmm. put a nominee on the yeah. Supreme Court? Yeah. Okay. You specifics. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. I just was trying to. Trying to th- explain it a little bit more. We're through a Senate confirmation hearing, and that'll be that. Yeah. I just think since we're so close to the election that I feel like we should wait. Just like Republicans in 2016 struck down anyone Obama named, and those that was six months before an election. Yeah. Not, yeah. And, and now we're less than a month away from it. Yeah. I mean, I would say if this was like two or three months before, and then she wanted to get appointed... I mean, yeah, by all means. And if they've done that in 2016, too, by all means. You know, it's still time, a good amount of time away from the election. Not weeks away. Exactly. It's months away. Exactly. Um, then one of their final topics, uh, just like they talked about last debate, was the issue of race inequality. Um, you know, and they brought up the question of Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know, Kamala Harris said there was... You know, this isn't justice for Breonna Taylor for what happened. You know, she said that her and Joe would ban, you know, chokehold is one that I wrote down, but I know she mentioned another. I think the, the knee to the neck or something yeah. like that, I think that was the other one as well. And neither of them really answered the question because it was, you know, for Mike Pence, if, you know, Trump loses the election is he going to accept the result and concede and, um, you know, the whole idea of a peaceful transfer of power? He really didn't answer it. Yeah, neither, I mean... Neither did, neither did she. Yeah, I mean, obviously she won't really know because obviously she's not with him. So for Pence, I mean... Yeah, so the, she asked the question, the moderator asked the question to both of them. That's really an answer for Pence. Trump and Pence. Yeah. Because obviously they are the sitting president and vice president. Mm. So it's if they lose the election, will they concede? And will they say, okay, we lost, you know, then come January, you are the new president. Yeah. I mean, I, that's morally a particular question for Pence. And obviously for him, it'd be tough for answer it. Cause it's answering for him. I feel like that's more of a direct question for, for the Don and not really for him. Cause like, obviously 
you know, he's, you know, obviously Trump's going to tell you straight up what he's going to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what will happen in regards to that. But uh, I also wanted to bring up one more thing with the, the race thing. The, I know you brought up Kamala's thing. Pence, all, Pence said that he trusts the justice system to do its job. Like, I rather, like, I kind of think as though it's like, you know, I don't want to be controversial or anything, but like, I, I rather get the full truth out before, like, to say anything about it. Cause I know they're still working on the investigation and stuff. So I'd rather like, you know, have them get the full truth out of what the, what the situation was, you know, for anything, for any, you know, misjudgments are placed. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Um, so that was really the main topics they covered. So now we'll just discuss mm-hmm. if you want, you want to start that off. Well, I mean, the debate as a whole was really nice. And one of the things I really, we pointed this out the other day, the level of respect there, I felt was pretty mutual. There was a lot more mutual respect between them than Trump and Biden. There was a couple times where they interrupted each other or, you know, they, bo- they both did it where they I would just would keep, that, keep talking over their time limit, but... I, I kind of expected yeah, that. Yeah, that part's part, yeah. really part of the debate, but, you know, and Pence even said it, said that he respects Joe Biden's 47 years of public service and that he respects her years of public service. Um, Something that you probably would never hear. You would not hear that from either Trump, Trump or Biden. Biden. Yeah. So that's, you know, the bottom line is the, the level of respect, you know, like you just said, I was about to point that out. You know, it just felt more like a debate almost, you know, it just felt a lot more like one and it just, obviously they talked over their time limit and obviously two minutes seems like it's like 30 seconds to them. So it's like, of course they're going to talk over the time limit because they want to uh, get their final point. Exactly. Exactly. But I believe it was Pence. He brought up a good point that, you know, the late uh, Justice Ginsburg and Anthony Scalia. Yes. They were on two completely different sides of the political spectrum. You know, one heavily liberal, the other heavily conservative. So obviously they differed on probably every idea. Yeah. But in the end, them and their families were very, very close friends. Yes. That Which would... I think that's, that's what most of our country is. Mm-hmm. You know, I have family members that are pro this way, pro that way. And just because they have that belief doesn't mean, oh, my God, I hate that person. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. And it's just like, you know, I, I did see this online, sadly, once, you know, Trump announced saying he was diagnosed with coronavirus. There's people saying good. I'm like, no, that's not good. You might disagree with the man. Yeah. But you you don't want him to die. Yeah, like, that's like... That's just messed up. That's just most disrespectful. And it's also like, what if what if someone said that to you? Like, what, like oh, you got corona? Good. Like, so it, it goes both ways. That's where, you know, that's, that's where we saw, you know, people from, you know, Biden, Harris, and just everybody from their campaign was saying, you know, wishing the president well. Yeah. And it's like, which in a way that like kind of warmed my heart a little bit. Yeah. Because that's what America's all about. Yeah. We have like differing opinions, but in the end, we're all Americans and we're all together. Yeah. So, you know, that's where I, that's where, you know, 
the whole unif- unity is where you're we're together through all of this. I mean, everyone's going through somewhat of a similar situation like you and I. So, you know, it's just, it's tough because seeing that and then, you know, hearing he's going to the hospital, it's just like, oh man, this is, uh, this is interesting. I don't know what's going to happen, but hopefully it'll be okay. No. <laughs> and it turns out he seems to be okay. Um, I'm hearing a little things here and there, but. Like, like we mentioned, yeah, they haven't been completely transparent about how he's doing, but now that he's out of the hospital, I mean, they're not going to let him out of the hospital if he's not okay. 100%, yeah. I, I wouldn't even say 100%, just, like, okay to be out of the hospital, even. Yeah. So, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen there? I mean, I know next week's debate is going to be interesting. Yeah, that'll that'll be another interesting one. Yes. So I know they were saying it was going to be virtual. Then Trump said, "Oh, I'm not going on it if it's virtual." So I don't know what's happening I there. I think it said it's going to be town hall style. That I, yeah, that I that, know. Yeah, that one I think they're going to do it like that. But any um, any other thoughts well, about this debate? Was um, Mike Pence's wife came out, walked on stage, ripped off her mask, and that's. One of the only rules for the audience is you must have a mask on. So, of course, not surprised there, but... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's... You know, yeah, these, these the VP debates, like I said in the beginning, they're usually not as much in the spotlight as the regular presidential ones. Because more or less, it's... Like, each presidential nominee, it's like their hype man. Yeah. Debating. Because they're really just going on their nominees' views on everything. It's not as much as their own ideas as the regular presidential debates. But nonetheless, they're still interesting. And we do have to mention the fly. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. The infamous fly. The fly that flew onto Mike Pence's head and stayed there for like two minutes. Yeah. He was just straight chilling. Just... Oh, he was chilling? Yeah. He's like, I'm on TV. I'm on TV. I'm going to take advantage of it for the next, like, two minutes. So why (laughs) not, right? Oh, man. But, like I said, it was a good debate. It was good. It was interesting. You know, like we said, it was a lot more respectful. And I'm hoping with the last two debates between Trump and Biden, I hope hope it's going to be better. Not just them going back and forth. Because... We don't get their ideas that way. If they're both speaking together, how how are we supposed to know who to listen to, hear whose ideas? Because the whole point of these debates is really for undecided voters to really get like a final, this person stands for that, this person stands for that. Right. You know, if they're just going to be yelling, making fun of each other, what's the point of it? Exactly. That just makes America seem like a joke. Mm-hmm. No matter who we elect. Yeah. So, I'm so hoping they'll both be more respectful of one another. You never like know. I said, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. <laughs> you never know. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen there, but I'm just hoping for another one-liner from Trump. That's all I, all I ask. No, the, I, the best was in 2016 with Hillary, where she was like, oh, thank goodness you're not in charge of the law in our country. And he just goes, because you'd be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that was that was good. Yeah. <laughs> for the one from the last debate. You used the word smart. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like these lines, okay, you gotta admit though, some of these lines that he says though are pretty funny. Are they right? No. No, but they're funny. The way he the way he says it is like it's just funny. 
is interesting. Yes. Nonetheless. No doubt. With that said, we are going to end this episode here. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Make sure to follow us on all our social medias and check out our website, tntpodcast.com. Any final thoughts? Yes. Also, uh, check out our merch store as well. Yep, you find that on our website. Just hit the shop tab. We'll be having new designs coming soon, as well as stickers, posters. You name it. You name it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. And thank we will, you. We will catch you next week with the second presidential debate. Yes, sir. Peace, guys. Peace, guys. <laughs>